In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. After the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to the people about the revelation of God, then one of the lawyers tried to test the Lord Jesus Christ. And he asked him a very important question. And he asked him, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And I'm sure this question all of us were concerned about. All of us want to inherit eternal life. So the Lord told him, what's your reading of it? He is a lawyer. Lawyer doesn't mean attorney here, but lawyer, one who studied the law, the law of the Old Testament. So he's expert in the scripture. So he's asking the Lord, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So the Lord told him, what's written in the law? Which is very important. Everything actually is written to us in the scripture. And how the, our uh, fathers interpret the scripture for us. So if you want to find an answer to your question, go to the scripture. What is written in the law? And the lawyer said, you shall love the Lord your God <coughs> with all your heart, with all your soul with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbors as yourself. And the Lord told him, you have answered rightly, do this and you will live. As you know, the Ten Commandments were classified into two groups. The first four commandments about relationship with God and they summarize it in the love of the Lord your God. And then the other six commandments about our relationship with one another and they summarized these six commandments and love your neighbor as yourself which also implying loving ourselves, love your neighbor as yourself imply love our myself but not in a selfish way because he who loves himself in a selfish way will actually lose it but loving yourself means seek your own salvation seek eternal life and as one of the children's songs says, the Bible in a word is love. The Bible in a word is love. And the Lord actually confirmed the answer of the lawyer and told him, you have answered rightly, do this and you shall live. So all our life is about this word, love. Love. But love actually has different uh, meaning. Love in uh, there are four different words that can be translated love the first one eros and eros is a selfish love love uh, that want to receive only and don't give for example when you say i love this type of food means you like to enjoy it and to uh, have the pleasure of eating it. So it is a selfish love. Second type of love is philia. And philia is a mutual love. It is a conditional love. If you love me, I will love you back. But if you stop loving me, I will not love you. So it is mutual love. Uh, it takes and receives takes and receives. The third type is called storge. 
Storge is the blood relationship. Uh, for example, the bond that uh, connected the family together, that is a storge. The love of parents toward the children, or children toward parents, or siblings, or cousins, that's what we call it storge. But the Christian love is the first type of, uh, first type of love, which is agape. And agape has four characteristics very, very important. And we need to understand these four characteristics about the agape love, because this word, love the Lord your God, and love your neighbor as yourself, if you read it in the Greek, it is agape. So what are the four characteristics of the agape love? Number one, it is unconditional. Number two, it is limitless. Number three, it is sacrificial. And number four, it is willful. Unconditional means there is no condition. As the Lord said, if you love those who love you, what profit do you have? Even the tax collector and the sinners do the same. So, love here is unconditional. I don't put any condition for you in order to be loved by me. As the Lord loved us while we are sinners, He didn't tell us, you need to be righteous first and then I will love you. One of the titles of the Lord Jesus Christ, the lover of the sinners and the tax collector. Sacrificial, if you remember, I said Eros receives only, Philia receives and gives, but Agape actually gives only. For God so loved the world that He gave. Give with zero expectation to receive. That is the sacrificial love. So, the person is actually required in his relationship with God and his relationship with others to uh, sacrifice and to give without expectation to receive back. Uh, and we can see this in Romans when St. Paul said, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. We can see here the sacrificial part and the unconditional part in the same, because he's my enemy, but I will show my love toward him as the Lord said, love your enemy. The third one, third characteristic, limitless. So, there is no limitation to this love. <coughs> limitation uh, of race or of gender or of uh, uh, certain qualities. No, it's limitless. It's for everyone. Uh, as St. Paul said, in Christ, there is no male or female, nor a barbarian or um, Greek or Jewish. So it's for everyone. It's limitless. And the fourth point that I like to explain, willful. What do I mean by willful? Willful means it is the function of the will, not of the heart. It is a decision you make, not a feeling you have. If you think about it, it is very difficult to have emotions toward your enemy. My enemy who want to hurt me, who want to harm me, how I will have emotion toward him. 
emotions of love. But I can make a decision with my mind to love this person. And to love him means to do good to him. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love here is all about actions, not emotions. And when actually God see our honesty and our faithfulness in fulfilling the commandment of God by showing the works of love toward the other, then this love will be processed from the mind to the heart. And then the emotions and the feeling will come. So, willful means it starts in the mind, doesn't start in the heart. And even in, in family conflicts, if we understand that love is a function of the mind, function of the will, a decision you make, and then spouses start to be kind to each other and to do the works of love toward each other, even if their hearts doesn't have this love, when actually God see their faithfulness and their honesty in showing the works of love toward one another, this love will be processed from the mind to the heart. That's why St. John said, we don't love by words or by tongue, but by works and by action. And as we said, those who love God and love others, God will reveal himself to them. So, when actually we love one another, God, his knowledge will be revealed to us and we will enjoy the knowledge of God. May the Lord, who loved us unconditionally, sacrificiously, and limitlessly, may he plant the seed of love in our hearts and make us grow in this virtue, which is the summarize of, as a summary of the whole commands in the scripture, the virtue of love, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.